Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memories. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Joe, good day and welcome to another episode of Rotafest Detail Memoirs. It is New Year's. Happy New Year. Um, obviously we are all in different locations. I'm (laughs) hunkered away in a bunker or somewhere in California. (laughs) Hunkered in a bunker. Is that it? That's the new thing. Hunkered. I'm hunkered in a bunker. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you, Rod? (laughs) I'm in Boise, Idaho, right? Where our, our headquarters always is same place, same screen, just no Jody. He's in the corner. I got a chair to represent hunkered in a bunker. <laughs> and I'm actually sitting in a corner, which is ironic. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in a corner. Comfort zone. Right. Awesome. <laughs> That's fun. Well, we're super excited. Uh, Doug Reed reached out and he's like, man, I want to be the first guy. I want to be before Mobile Tech Expo. So <laughs> Rod and I are like, all right, we can figure out a way to do a threesome remotely. <laughs> that works. But clearly yeah. my check cleared to make this happen. Clearly. <laughs> so obviously, well, welcome. If you guys don't know our guest, our guest is uh, Doug Reed. He's the owner-operator of Icon Rocklear, an amazing product that he brought to the market. And uh, when we first had you on, it was kind of... <laughs> On the side of the road. The side of the road. You have your little <laughs> lawn chair. And I'm like, all right, we got to do it right. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a, a stark contrast to that. However, I got a lot of comments, you know, at the shows like, oh, you're the guy on the side of the road. So, hey, it worked, right? Uh, Rod, you're. Rod, your mic's muted. <laughs> Somehow you muted yourself. I was. I was trying to unmute you, but I can't unmute you. Joey, is this his first time? <laughs> well, it is like this, so yes. <laughs> Cannot unmute. The mic isn't connected, supposedly, so somehow we lost his mic. He was just there. We were having such you know. a good conversation. Right. Nope, we don't hear you. <laughs> That's so weird. Maybe my check didn't clear? Now, I, I think it's bouncing, and we're trying to figure out how to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> so so while we're waiting for him, did you have a great holiday? Did you have some good time with your family and stuff? Well, it, it was different this year, only because of the storms that hit the Northeast, uh, specifically you know New York and Ohio. So my intention was to be uh, with family. How about now? There he yes. is. Yay. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, the weather got in the way, so I ended up spending it by myself. Um, there were actually quite a few deaths on the highway, and I think like a 49-car pileup. Oh, geez. Uh, on, on the road that I normally take, so it was a good thing I didn't travel. Well, um, we're glad you're safe. Yeah, thank you. 
And my wife showed concern too, just so you know. Wow, yay. Right. So that was a great Christmas gift, just knowing that she was concerned. (laughs) So you've you've come from a long way from a lawn chair on the side of the road to an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. This is a little more comfortable. I figured you just throw a sleeping bag in the back of the hearse and you just hang out back there. That's been a thought before, and people have asked. But that would be disturbing if I walked past a hearse and there's a guy in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when I brought her across the border, the, the customs guy didn't even want to inspect the vehicle. He thought it was too creepy. Uh, he started opening up the side door to it. And he's like, you know what? Too creeped out. Just go ahead. So that's awesome. That's maybe that's a benefit. Perhaps, but I'm not going to go any further because this is being recorded. And uh, <laughs> you might well, be just smuggling for other products. Other There's a second business to be had. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> right. Well, I can't guarantee anything because uh, if I think of something, it's going to come out. So, <laughs> so let's so talk you- about Icon Rockler. I mean, you sure. came on board with this brand new product. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. People are, is it a coating? Is it a ceramic? And is it a blend or, you know, what it is? So let's talk about that. And Yeah, uh, people certainly, it is confusing because it's, it's the unknown, right? And people are aware of ceramics. Then people are aware of other hand-applied coatings. And we do bring those up in discussing Icon Rock Clear only to create a baseline, um, a reference point for someone to relate to and then it's hard to get away from that so um, icon truly is unique in the fact that it's a hybrid coating and what we mean by that is it corrects a, a painted surface at the same time it uh, protects it in a single application so currently ceramics all they do is protect and some of these other hand applied coatings only correct um, so we're the combination of the two, and we feel we're completely independent in a, in a separate category. So right. So uh, the, and and as we were talking before, I kind of look at it. I'm like, it's not a. You're not going to take Icon, put it in a spray bottle, and re-clear coat something. But it's no. not the same as a ceramic. It's kind of an in between, a hybrid, if you will. Um, to where it does a little bit more than some things and it's not the same as a conventional body shop. So the question that is keeps coming up for me, um, and I saw it on a forum the other day about headlight restoration is, I assume this would be fantastic for headlight restoration because ceramics, um, although they have a performance factor and they have a specific longevity, they're not designed to be like literally right up front and taking the brunt of everything like on a headlight restoration. Right. So have you guys tested that on, on just, just headlight restoration versus an actual painted surface? Um, so Icon, we do not recommend putting on headlights. Okay. Um, headlights, you know, are made from polycarbonate and there's many forms of it and, and grades of it. Um, certainly we have put it on there with success. However, the problem being is we all know headlights are no longer just replacing a bulb. You're, you're replacing that whole assembly thousand dollars or more. Right. Yeah. So why that chance? Why put on icon 
on top of it and then take the risk that it does damage that polycarbonate. So we recommend not putting Icon on top of it. And that's why we've come out with ancillary products uh, to meet those needs. So, yep. You know, all those products that currently are on the market are automotive clears for mm -hmm. the restoration of it. And we are from outside the automotive world. And that's why we feel our product's not necessarily compatible with, the, with those headlights. Okay. Well, that makes total sense. So, so when you say that, because I know a lot of people have asked you this already, you say you're outside of the automotive world. Explain to people what that means. <laughs> well, so, you know, there, obviously we have competition or, or similar products out there. And those indeed are automotive clears that have been modified for hand applications. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I happen to used to work for these people and are certified to use their products. Whereas icon, we, we do like to say we're born from the failures of our competitors. And so we take the good and the bad from each of these guys and create icon. And again, the base material of our product is not an automotive clear. And that's why we feel we haven't had the issues and concerns and we can do a little bit more than others because it's from outside the automotive world. And I can't get too much more into it. Sure. That. And that, and that is, I think that, that, that explains it to the point where, you know, you understand that there's, there's other products out there, right? Like I'm not going to go to a, a, my local paint store and go buy a, a half gallon or a quart of clear coat and apply it by hand. Correct. If you've ever tried that, you know, yeah. uh, it doesn't, it doesn't lay down and it doesn't level off. There's a certain leveling factor and things like that, that, that take place. I do know somebody that I saw here in town that actually uses automotive clear coat on headlights. I'm assuming that's going to just flake right off um, because of the same things you said on polycarbonate. There's nothing to stick to. Automotive clear coats have to have a scratches to stick to. When you paint a car, when you clear coat a car, you have 600 grit sandpaper that you put scratches into. You know, you, you, you go down to a certain level and then you clear coat because it has to have something to adhere to. Yeah, but Yeah. So right. on Icon, um, the installation, right? People want to know what it takes to put it on. I had, I literally had a guy that I sent you that was in California that was talking about it. Um, so go through the process of it, of applying icon to a car. Sure. Um, so it does vary. Uh, we are, are for a long time been directed towards the wholesale market. You know, so your used car dealerships, um, getting those used cars ready for resale. Um, it's only recently since, uh, last year and a half, let's say that we've been going into the retail side of the world. So the detailers, dent guys, PPF, you know, mm -hmm. have shops catering to the, uh, consumers. Um, uh, so installation is a little bit different with those guys. Um, but, and it really just comes down to how much machine work you do. Um, everyone has different, dif different, different definition of paint correction. Some will say there's two, three, four, five, six levels of paint correction um so that being said we bring the vehicle in a retail person might wash the car uh get rid of those contaminants a, a decon wash if you will then we simply uh clay it then we're going to pull out a rotary with a wool pad so we're old school we're not using yep. da's obviously you can use a da if that's what you're comfortable with and that's what all you know um i'm in my 50s, so all I know is rotary with a wool pad, and we get quite aggressive with it. No skill necessary. Give it to a five-year-old. Give it to your 85-year-old grandma. 
Write and your Walter name. Walk down the side. Wow, Grandma's yeah. going for a ride. That's right. There's absolutely no no skill necessary. And Granny got pulled over by a rotary. <laughs> now I'm gonna have that song in my head all day. Um, but uh, the primary purpose of that is to clean the surface, strip, make sure there's no ceramics uh, on the panels. At the same time, yes, it does diminish some of those scratches. Um, for your retail work, certainly the hoods, your driver's side, if you do have a scratch or two that stand out, sure, hit it with a, a wet sand. Um, but we're not talking 1500 to 2000 or 3000 or 4000. We're talking just go 2000, hit it real quick, buff out that wet sand, and then continue with their process. So on average, 30 minutes whipping around the car. Now, if you're trying to do concourse level, okay, spend a little bit more time with that machine. Um, you know, get it to the to the point you need it to be. However, you're not reaching to the second machine and changing pads and compounds to get those swirls out. Stick with that rotary wool. Once we do that, tape it up and do a, a simple wax and grease wipe down, and then you apply. Um, so wholesale, we spend an average about an hour and a half on a vehicle. Retail, no more than four hours. Um, but you'll never hear us boast doing 10, 12, 18, 20 hour paint corrections, right. killing your so back. What is the, what is the, um, I got a whole list of questions here. Um, so just, I, I'm going to go way back for just a second, just so everybody that's listening or watching understands Doug has a background in automotive, uh, reconditioning. I've been to shops where your guys were there. You were doing, uh, you were, you were doing regular like lot washes as well as filling in scratches. You, one of the first people I ever saw take a silicone squeegee and fill in rock chips. Um, I think mm -hmm. we were in three states: New yeah. Ohio, New yeah. Hampshire. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so just I wanted to give everybody that background. You have a you have a background in doing this, so you understand both the retail and the production side, right? The dealership like getting bumpers. in and out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to cover that just because that's sure. the question people have is, you know, everybody looks at, you know, Rod and Jody and goes, what the hell do these guys know about <laughs> this stuff? And they're going to look at you and say the same thing. Doug has a background yeah. in this stuff for years. So that that's years. put that behind you um, own multiple companies doing this for all over the country. Um, the second question people I think come up with is versus a um, like, okay, paint correction. We all know. I can destroy that in 35 seconds. It could be done and polished six levels deep and I go out and wash it with a Terry towel and, and it's gone. Start over the icon product. What is the, if it's handled the way that you guys recommend, what is the longevity of the, of, of, of somebody's putting this on a, on a vehicle? <clears throat> um, well, <laughs> we, we suggest not going above 10 years. Okay. Um, the reason why we say that is for marketing purposes. I mean, once you start sure. throwing around lifetime, that's red flags for some, and that's yeah. then you're just kind of a debate and whatnot. Yeah. Um, what people need to understand though with icon is this is not putting on a simple one or two microns worth of product. You know, we talk in mills, so it's so much thicker and it's so much harder than traditional coatings that in reality we we we're not afraid to do lifetime. We, we will write lifetime and that's not with reapplications. That's not with toppers every year or anything of that nature. Um, but we say 10 years 
what is also very unique that we like to point out is we only have one product. Yep. We don't have a one year, three year, five year, seven year. Right. It's one product. And you can make that warranty whatever you need it to be. Um, so you're not inventorying multi-year multi on your shelves. It's that one product. You can make it what you need it to be for your customer. You know your customer is better than us. So we suggest don't go above 10. But if you need to make it a one-year, make it a one-year. If you need to make it a five-year, make it a five-year. And each time that customer is still getting the same product. In reality, you know, this... The, the great benefits of it all, um, maybe what, what you're taking away is strictly your prep. You might not be as thorough in terms of, you know, wet sanding, let's say, if, if necessary. Yeah. So, is, so is, that, um, is, is the reason for that decrease in prep, is that because it has kind of a filler? Yeah, there's a high solid content to it. Um, now, you know, keep in mind... <laughs> You know, everyone's expectations, everyone's definition of, of a scratch is different. And there's situational things involved, you know, quality of body work, quality of the original paint job. Um, so the best I can say is you can, you can attain any result you like, concourse level to basic rock lot finish. Um, it's what you put into your prep with, with anything else, right? Sure. Yep. So, the, you know, the icon itself is really just a tool. I mean, it's, it, it changes so many things, your quality of life, you know, your turnaround time, your costs go down. And I mean, you can, you can think of it as, and they'll probably kill me for saying this, a ceramic on steroids, right? So you can do your paint correction to the nth degree and then obviously put icon on it and then just deliver a far superior protection. You know, we don't talk about UV rays and bird droppings and chemical resistance. We talk about actual protection, you know, kids and shopping carts and car doors and branches. Um, you know, so you can make that tool to what you need it to be for your your business. So so with that and the, the difference that you're talking about with thickness, right, um, versus the typical, you know, one-year ceramic coating, is it easier to have high spots if you don't do it the right way? Yeah, um, so it can happen. This is a skill. This is a trade. Right. I will, I will certainly argue that this needs to be taught as a trade. Um, yeah. and I think, you know, you mentioned earlier, Rod, I've done bumpers, rims, interior repair. I still do yeah. to this day. Um, this is the first time I've never gotten bored because it, it is a skill. And the, the one thing this this segment of the industry has been around since like 2001 and I'm the numbers I'm about to say, I'm including my competitors. I would say there's less than 500 of us in the entire world that know how to do this. Yeah. Uh, so I know I'm kind of gotten off for just a moment, but I'll bring it right back. So there's less than 500 of us doing it. No, it doesn't go on like a strength. We, we don't take buff off those highs. It's self levels. So in the beginning, you might have, we call them spaghetti lines. You might have those ridges, not very often, um, but it can happen. The cool thing about us is we can actually fix them. Um, working with my previous products, you know, in order to fix it, you had to strip it and remove okay. it. And, you know, no one likes to watch a grown man cry, but that's really what it entailed to get that stuff off. But we can actually fix it without even moisture in the eye. Um, 
So not a huge concern with us, um, but it, it can happen. Environment matters. Um, we cure with ambient temperature and air movement. It's not UV activated. Um, so, you know, if you happen to have a wind tunnel going on, especially if you're doing maybe a boat outdoors, uh, this happened to me recently, it sets up quite fast or it can. So you just got to work faster. And there you might be a little more prone to have those spaghetti lines, but again, we can fix it. Okay. So it does have a, it does have similar to a, a other products and there's a lot of products that have this, not just ceramic coatings, but they've got a specific flash time and then you're, you're good to go. You're going to get, it's, it's done it's leveling and then you can assess, even though it's not completely cured, you know, whether you're going to have a problem or not. Correct. Okay. hundred percent. And that's what we go over during training. Most of our training is actually problem solving, mm -hmm. you know, um, and quite frankly, you know, be honest with you, know, sometimes we post our trainings on our Facebook page or any other pages and people point out a flaw or two or like, yeah, of course, the person's training. And right. well, you left it there like, yes, of course, because we're going to show the next day that we can fix it because <laughs> um, we want to make this the most worry free coding out there. And it, it would be doing a disservice if we sat there and gave you 100% at training, like, this is how you do perfection. Because um, in reality, we can't be next to you 100% of the time, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at some point, you got to go do it yourself. But it's the same right. thing as anything, right? Is you, you, the first time you get the, the high-speed polisher of any flavor away from the trainer, you know, you have the potential of burning through some paint. And if you haven't burned through paint, you haven't really pushed hard enough on a polish. <laughs> Are you talking from experience there, Rod? Absolutely. <laughs> I actually did an experiment. Um, <clears throat> I saw those uh, denim pads, the funky, you know, cure-all denim pad. And I was like, oh, these are crap. I, I want to see what I can do with it. Um, I, I bought a cheap, I mean, ultra cheap, like Chinese, Otter Slavolian, whatever, brand of a denim pad and it was like two of them for twelve dollars <clears throat> um and uh i put them on uh -oh. a, a fixed rotation how how long till i could burn through the paint and i went uh forward and backwards twice <clears throat> and burned all the way through no kidding wow oh yeah it's <clears throat> it's 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 i don't know 600 grit sandpaper i mean it was horrible wow. It was unless you got 15 layers of paint, you're you're done. So, so talking about you know, you mentioned the training because mm. I see, especially yeah, we're actually coming out with a new product called. Oh, good. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say we're coming out. We're developing a new compound um, called Wrath. Um, you already mentioned I drive a hearse, so our complementary products are the Seven Deadly Sins. And our ceramic, not ceramic, is called Envy. And I don't know if you saw, saw the show. Uh, it comes in a little coffin. Yes. Yeah, I have pictures yeah. of it. Right, right. So Wrath is our compound. It's going to be an 800-grit rated compound with uh, dustless. So we're pretty excited about that. And it was funny. Um, now, we indeed manufacture and bottle Icon. Um these other products are being developed for us. They will be our formulas. So we're not manufacturing wrath, but um, oh. it's funny talking to the science guys creating it. They're like, this is way too aggressive. It, it, you know, mars the paint and hazes it up. And we're like, that's exactly what we want. We want to be able to rip through ceramics and you strip it. 
And it's just, it's funny to hear them talk, how it goes counter what they're trying to accomplish in general Yeah, terms. and I think it's, you got to tear it down and build it. it up. Right, right, right. And that, and I think that's one of the things that people underestimate, right? It's, and, and it's why you've been such a huge advocate of hosting these training seminars, because I think one of the things that I keep asking is if I'm a detailed business owner, right? Am I, you know, I'm having this debate. Am I going to be doing ceramic coatings or am I going to be doing icon rock clear? So if I'm that guy making that decision, what are the important things that you think I should consider and, you know, to bring into my offering for my customers? Well, I mean, there's obviously there's quite a few answers to that. Um, as a detailer, and the reason why I got involved with hand applied coatings in general is it's so labor intensive um, doing paint corrections. Um, not only that, you got to carry five different pads, ten different compounds, four polishes. So you're you got all these material costs. Um, uh, and then when you're spending those hours and hours of paint correction, and quite frankly, it's it's difficult to get a fair value from that. You know, these guys who are doing 20 plus hours and you want a hundred dollars an hour, not many markets can absorb that cost just on the labor side of it. Yeah. So um, then when you have icon, your labor goes down because we're spending on average four hours. So you, your 12 hour paint correction, I can do three icon jobs and charge the same amount, if not more. So my profits go up. Uh, it's a clean business. I wear a polo shirt, khaki shorts. I can go eat lunch at, you know, out in public. I can come home. My wife is okay if I put my hands on her. It's very clean. Um, I don't need all these materials and supplies. I mean, I could literally could work out of a small, I could work out of a mini Cooper. Um, so turn around, increase your revenue, lower your labor costs your quality of life. I don't have to work till three, four, five in the morning and get right back up. I can do a car in three or four hours. And I mean, it's so your and your profits uh, per unit costs of icon, a lot lower than most pro grade ceramics. Right. So, so Rick, Rick Colbass, Rick Colbass, can it be done uh, mobile? Um, so ideally, no. However, I have, I'd be lying to you if I haven't, um, I am a long time mobile guy. And what I do do though, at, at those instances is I do. A, so I do the chip scratch bumpers, rims. I do carry some with me. I'll do a panel or two that does happen, especially those front bumpers. So if I'm at a dealership, like, Hey Doug, you know, that white pitted front bumper, can you hit that real quick? Well, I can do that in under 10 minutes, charge 175 bucks. Now, obviously, weather could be a factor. Um, so as long as the environment's perfect, and I've done it in 30-degree weather, there's videos of me doing it with snow around. Um, but our newest formulation cures and dries so much quicker that weather's going to start being immaterial. Um, and I do cover a wide area. So I do have some dealerships that are a little further away from me, they're kind of trained. If they know they got a car that needs icon, they'll call me the day beforehand. I'll just get there early enough. You know, let's say it's dead summer. 
and it's a black car and I got to do like the hood or the roof or the deck lid, I'm going to do it first thing in the morning before it gets too hot. Um, you but, mentioned the ambient temperature. What yeah. is the what is the temperature uh, threshold for this to dry? Both working it. Yeah. So there is. We don't know the bottom. Okay. But, you know, this was developed in Alberta, Canada, so that would be equivalent to Chicago, Buffalo. You know, not the most optimal conditions in the winter, right? Yeah. Top top level I personally have done is eighty five degrees. Um, no issues. Really, all it changes is the speed to which you apply. Uh, I believe Corey has got tickled uh, 90 degrees. Um, so the workability is quite wide. But again, once you get in those levels, I wouldn't recommend a, someone who's just starting out doing it at those temps. Um, but it's it's yeah. quite wide, unlike a lot of the others. So, okay. But yeah, outside, not recommended. So, especially if you got air movement, you know, never mind, you might get dust or something in your vehicle, but just it'll set up fast. So how does uh, somebody get involved? Because before we were talking about somebody buying Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, well, that guy's got a lot of cash buying the whole state. So, yes. Yeah. How, does, how does somebody get involved with Icon Rockler? Do they work through a distributor or what's the what's the model? It does. It does vary. Um, yes, people do buy entire states um, or, or territory, which is usually uh, county setups, right? You can buy multiple counties. Um, so, you know, if you're in Iowa or Texas, you're going to call our distributor in that state or Georgia, you know, but California, we've got mostly no one's bought the entire state, but they've bought large swaths of property land i guess um otherwise you reach out to me and i uh, come to the shows mobile tech expo end of this month southern detailers yep. conference coming um, in june usually it starts with a conversation with me we got a, you know one people one thing that people have a hard time understanding with icon this is not meant for everybody this is not a consumer product and we're not selling a product we're selling a lifestyle and a business so I think they get a little upset when we can't just send out samples. Um, yeah. So I know one of the questions is when, do you, how often do you guys do trainings and how are those handled? Are those regionally or do you actually drive out in the big Hearst and, and do the trainings? Well, I think that's, um, <laughs> I have a happy marriage because maybe I'm not home very often. I don't know, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do travel all over the world quite frankly. Um, but yeah, I'll come to you. You can come to me. Uh, Mobile Tech Expo, we'll do some live demonstrations, Southern Detailers, of course. It, it varies, um, but this is where we really like to stress that we, we want to qualify you. This is not meant for everybody. Um, we know that. We we know our, our potential customers are, you know, a few thousand worldwide. You know, we're not talking millions of people that can apply our product. So you reach out to me, I'm going to call, I'm going to ask you some questions. You know, what kind of business are you mobile? You have a shop, employees, how many codings are you doing currently a month? What's your five-year plan? Stuff like that. Do you have a tax ID number? I mean, right there, that's a, that's yeah. a, a key measure. Yep. Uh, so we don't just sell to anybody. Um, so if you meet some of those minor thresholds, 
then we're going to arrange, okay, would you like me to come to you? You want to come to, I, I mean, I don't know why anyone would want to come to Ohio, um, but <laughs> you, know, you can come to me. Funny little story real quick on that. I mean, I think at, in some aspects, you can say this is a very small world, right? But it is quite large in theory. And I was so excited because we uh, trained someone from Japan three or four months ago. Can't remember what month that was. And I'm like, awesome. Can't wait to go to Japan. His name's Fred. So when we started finalizing the deal, I was like, oh, sweet. We'll come to you to train. He's like, nope, I'm coming to you. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to go to Japan. He's like, no, I'm coming to Ohio. <laughs> and get this. I was like, why would you want to come here? Fred has one son. And he happens to live in Ohio and he happens to live an hour from my facility. I'm like the entire planet in 183 countries or how many, he has one son that happens to live an hour from me. So it stopped me from going to see Japan. Oh man. That's well, cool. there you go. But we, do, but we do go out of your way. We go out of our way to accommodate. I'm, I'm heading to New Orleans next week. Uh, then off to Texas you know, for the right people, we will come to you. And that's how we believe in our product. And, you know, seeing, it is truly one of those, seeing is believing. And yeah. Well, and they can go talk, like you said, you're going to be at MTE. Um, anybody that's MTE, we're going to be doing a bunch of live stuff there. We'll swing by your booth. Um, but, you know, you just get a hold of Doug and I would describe you as kind of what you see is what you get. This is how you are going out to dinner or anything. So, mm -hmm. You know, you're just kind of a genuine regular guy and um pretty straightforward. You know, I'll tell you how, how I think. Yeah. So come come see him at mobile. I'm clearly the best looking guy here, right? I mean Wow, well, that's up for debate. Just man. saying it as I see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, well, you that. you and I you and I are the only ones with hair, so that, that yeah. makes your running very good. Hey, bald is beautiful, baby. Bald is beautiful. <laughs> that's awesome well cool man well, well obviously we can keep going but you know we, we want to be respectful of your time and uh we we're looking forward to seeing you at mobile tech expo yes um, guys rod and i are next week we'll be packing up stuff shipping it out because we'll be heading to mobile tech expo at the end of the week looking forward to seeing everybody we also um i know um we a couple people have nominated us for the Golden Mike Award. So go out to Mobile Tech Expo and nominate RoadFS Detail Memoirs for the Gold Mike. And of course, you know, you got to subscribe. You got to share this love because how can you not love these three amazing men? <laughs> Swab, Debonair, right. good looking. Right. And two of us have hair. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> two of you have hair and one of us is good looking. So, you know, that's, 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 that's good, man. So, no, I always look forward to Mobile Tech Expo. It's, it's I, I, I encourage people to attend that all, all the time. And it is disheartening when people tell me they don't have time for it. And I'm like, I don't see how you can't have time for it because, yeah. you know, there's so much to learn and it's always changing. And, um, just the network. Um, I think people miss that segment of it um, <clears throat> because it is a small world and yeah. you, you meet that right person and that can really change the tra uh, trajectory of your company and yeah. who you know, and I, I think people miss that. Um, so, you know, I get yeah. people ask, do you know someone in Dubai or, you know, someone here or there. And, you know, if you don't go to these shows and meet people, 
Um, and, and the same can be brought to you. So, um, I highly encourage Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that people, um, come on, it's the end of January. You're not busy. Pack it up, (laughs) go to Florida. Um, I think the best part about that is just the, um, here's how solid it is and how it grows every year. Um, you know, we've, we've become uh, a little closer with the guys that put it on with Sheldon and wheels and all those guys. And it's just, yes. you know, they it want good. it to be the best show it can possibly be. And um, you know, if you go there, the, the difference, I look at it, we just came off of SEMA in November. SEMA is great. And it's all over the place, but you can never go everywhere at SEMA. It doesn't matter if you start walking on day one and oh, you, my don't Lord, stop, right. you don't see everything. Right. And yet, you see the same 50 or hundred people hanging around in the detailing area at SEMA because they go off and then they come right back. And in mobile tech, Expo, you don't have to do that. Everything is there. You're yeah. all right. Confined in that building. So just take advantage of it. You can spend more time talking to everybody, um, you know, and just the industry grows every year. So eventually yeah, I think I've been going to mobile tech for over 10 years and to think where it was when I first started going to where it's today. I mean, it's, yeah. it's light years. Yeah, let me let me grab my cane out for just a second and tell you the first year I went to Mobile Tech Expo was in 2008. Oh my lord! That's how long wow. I've been going to Mobile Tech Expo, and wow. I had lots of hair back then. <laughs> I haven't really tracked when my first year was, but I, I remember the resort wasn't. I mean, Rosa Shingle is a great place. Um, lots of restaurants, lots of space, and yeah, it's so, been in some pretty crappy places. That's it, it, for sure. 100%. Naked people running around in the halls at night. And Jody and I were sneaking. Jody said you'd stop doing that, by the yeah, way. Jody had to hey, stop you know, come on, guys, <laughs> got to have a little shock value. Yeah, early days, Jody and I'd sneak in across the street to a different resort and just act like we own the place and go into the hot tub in the swimming pool. Just, you know. well, I think that's why you no longer stay at the resorts. I think that's exactly why I'm banned. Yeah, that's my face is up there. Stop that guy. Awesome. Cool, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate the time, and I'll see you guys. What in, I guess, two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. All right, guys. Well, we will check you guys same time just next week, right here on Detail Memoirs. Awesome. Thank you. Bye.